After game one of the Celtics Bucks series, I sent my friend a text message and I said, I don't want to overreact, but the Bucks look like they're in trouble. Giannis has been neutralized. They're collapsing on him, and I don't trust Bledsoe, Miritich, the rest of the supporting cast is just not gonna not gonna get it done. And the Celtics look like they're really coming together. And so last night he sent me a text message after the Bucks took two games in Boston. Wow, the Bucks are really good. So I, I said to you that that reminds me just like uh, reminds me of stocks that just continue to go up. They look unstoppable. And there's a George Orwell quote that says. Um, Whoever's winning right now looks to be invincible. And I think that's so applicable to like politics, investing, economic ideas. I think what changed is the definition of right now. Because well, right now, to me, is like intra-game. Like right. when I see a team go on an 8-0 run, I'm like, that's all it. right. They gonna, gonna Ser- series is over. All right, give Ben the microphone because we only have two. So you're a momentum fan, basically. Yeah. Wait, so, so, so do you feel that way though in football? I don't. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Really? Yeah. So a team scores a touchdown and it no, looks like they can no, throw it no, every no, time. No, 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 no. No, the Giants are down seven nothing. I'm not like, all right, see it. But I agree over. with you in basketball, especially on an eight zero run. Because it just looks like the other team collapsed, and your team will not be able to be stopped. Well, even like in the NBA where there's a seven game series, after every game, there's so much analysis now that you really feel like, okay, what just happened? That's what's going to happen for the rest of the series, and it's never going to change. So we feel that way about stocks, I think so- sometimes, or. Um, geographic regions like right now uh, it's very hard to be underweight US stocks particularly tech could yeah. you can you envision a scenario where Amazon stops working or where oil companies outperform technology companies like it will happen under maybe for six months or three months but nobody can picture it happening for five years and this is this is this is what people say in the economy now everyone all the stories now are saying maybe the US will be Australia and never go into a recession again because things have been going great and we're in this Goldilocks scenario and how could we ever have a recession? And people just extrapolate. When was the last Australian recession? Is it 25 years? I think the last time Crocodile Dundee came out, maybe. So now <laughs> this gets to the point of what is baked in? Where are the expectations? And we know where they are, but we don't really know where they are because we know that everyone thinks that U.S. stocks are going to continue to outperform and maybe they will. Um, but I think that like the expectations... And, and I've made this analogy a lot, that when you're betting on the Warriors, you see the odds. You know that you're getting a shit payoff because they're the heavy favorites. With investing, you don't really see that. At least not in the stock market, you don't. But don't you see the odds, though, in the form of P-E ratio? Yeah. So you say, like, U.S. is 19 times and Germany is 11 times. Those are the odds. Okay, but then within that, if you do, like, the, the sector stuff, you could say that, okay, maybe the, the um, uh, multiples are explained away by buy tech stocks or something like that, that traditionally have higher multiples. So it's not necessarily apples to orange. But, but then people tell themselves, well, there's a reason that these foreign countries are cheaper. Because but, there, but there are. The, reason, the oh. reason is they don't have companies that grow earnings and revenue 30% a year, regardless of how big they are, like we, like we have here. I think it's a big, an easy explainer for why the U.S. stock market is more highly valued and has been for 10 years. So the, the question is, is the discrepancy big enough to compensate investors for taking um, risk in foreign companies? Um, and we just... Oh, we d- me, so, all right. so do you ever hear of Mercado Libre? No? I think that's the beer we're drinking it's last night. It's a great night. beer. It's also one of the hottest stocks on the planet. It's the eBay slash Amazon slash Alibaba slash PayPal of South America. So it's a Brazilian stock. Brazil is one of the shittiest stock markets on earth. 
Like, it's had huge rallies, but, like, really has gone nowhere in a long time. This stock is, like, $570. I think it went up $100 a share the other day. Um, so it's an f- international stock, and it's a $30 billion U.S., $30 billion market cap. M-E-L-I is the ticker. Um, but it just goes to show this really isn't about geography. This is about technology stocks. Nobody is looking at Melly and being like, oh, yeah, that's typical of the Brazilian stock market. Most of the stocks in Brazil are quasi-state-run petroleum companies and banks. Um, So this thing doesn't care what country it's in. It just goes up. My point is we're not really arguing whether the odds are baked in for U.S. outperformance versus international. What we're actually saying is technology stocks – Globally, look unstoppable. By the way, uh, Spotify is not a U.S. company. It's European. It doesn't care that European stocks suck. Yeah, the stock is the stock has a huge valuation. But so, so this is the this is the the thing behind these growth companies is that at, right now it's impossible to envision a scenario where they stop working, where their earnings stop growing. But traditionally, at some point, they become overpriced and, and people over anticipate what's going to happen, and they fail to meet the expectations, and then things get reset. Were you Ben? Were you shocked about? We didn't talk about this. Were you shocked when Berkshire Hathaway disclosed or Buffett disclosed in an interview that one of his guys was buying Amazon? Oh, a little, but I mean, they they almost need to have these big fish, I guess, to to move the needle for them. But getting back to the tech thing, don't you think that it makes sense that there will be more tech companies around the world now? Like that, the U.S. is not going to have a monopoly on good ideas. I think that, and I also think, what is a tech stock? Because technology companies do not respect borders. Like, in the old days, if you, were, if you were a phone company, you weren't selling clothes. Like, Amazon, first of all, is a consumer discretionary, if you go by uh, GIC's classification. They really don't care what you think they are. If they want to be in dry cleaning, within two years, they'll have, like, 10% market share of every dry clean shirt in the country. Like, so, it, it, what's a tech company? And arguably, Berkshire buying Burlington uh, Northern Railroad, 100 years ago, that was a tech stock. I mean, just my, so it's very, very hard to say tech will dominate and it's hard to envision um, it ever not winning. I feel like they can continue to win. I don't know. Thoughts? I agree. I mean, it, it does sound like, oh, you're telling me it's different this time, but yeah, I think it is. Very fucking different. Yeah. Um, oh, what, what, <laughs> one other question I wanted to ask you. So if you now think about uh, the amount of market cap in consumer discretionary tech. I think they're calling Facebook and Netflix communications, but just those companies. And then the next tier below it are the best performers in mid caps. And then the best performing small caps are also tech. Like, why do we even worry about whether it can continue to win or not? If that's actually what moves the index itself. Right. It's almost like self-selecting for you. Right. Where you, yeah. And that's probably the point is that trying to pick them in advance is probably too hard for any of us to figure out. And guess what? If you own the whole pie, you're going to get them eventually anyway. Well, if you, had to pick, if you had to pick one, which would it be? Pick one to own? Let's say for the next 10 years. One stock. Like a crazy, like, like a crazy moonshot type? Like, I don't know. Just Out of all the tech stocks, yeah. does Disney count now? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, they're all tech. Well, uh, what do you think about the Amazon of Africa that just came public? Jumia, did you look at it? You must be I feel like you're making these companies up. No, it's based in Berlin, but it operates the top online e-commerce. 
and payments marketplace in four of the biggest African cities. It's an IPO. I don't know. You got some work. He has his fingers on the pulse. You got some work. You got some work to do. All right. All right. Let us know what you think. Is there any way to stop Giannis? Is there any way to stop technology companies? Jumia. Do, do, <laughs> do they look invincible? Are they truly invincible? Have things changed? Leave us comments. Leave us your feedback. Go ahead and smash that like button. Thank you to WeWork. Sorry, we filmed in your conference room, and we will talk to you soon.